G'day folks, this is Pastor Stewart of Wattle City Church coming to you today from Maryborough, Victoria in the southern part of Australia. Today our message comes from 2 Peter chapter 3 and we'll be reading from verses 10 through 14 and the title of my message today is The Home of of righteousness and you know Christians are Christ's bride and we need to be prepared for the marriage of the lamb yes folks we need to be prepared for the marriage of the lamb and we need to be ready to enter into the home of righteousness let's read 2nd Peter 3 we're reading verses 10 through to 13 but the day of the Lord will come like a thief the heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything will be laid bare. Think about it, folks. Interesting passage of scripture. It's coming. You know it's coming. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of the Lord and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. Okey dokey. Let's get into it. The home of righteousness. Let me tell you, or let me ask you, I should say, are you going to the home of righteousness? Now I can hear you saying, yes, yes, Pastor, yes, I'm going there. Let me ask you, is this a reality? Is this a reality or a desire? That's the question. A reality or a desire? We all desire to go to the home of righteousness, don't we? But is that going to be a reality for all of us? Now, some of you are saying, yes, yes, it's a reality for me. But others, maybe you're not quite so sure. Let's unpack this passage a little. Question, do you live your life like you want to go to the home of righteousness? Is it something that is in your heart? Or is it something that is just a good idea? Let me say, believers in Jesus are the bride of Christ. And verse 12 says that the heavens and the earth will be destroyed and there will be a new heaven and a new earth. Now, folks, this gives us something to look forward to. It surely does. And it gives us also something to prepare for. A new home. Oh, when you went into a new home, you prepared for it, didn't you? There were certain things that needed to happen. To make the preparations complete. And Christians can also prepare and need to prepare for their new heaven and the new earth. It's a new home, folks. And we need to do some preparations. And Christians can prepare by their praying and by their witnessing to help bring others to repentance. This is a fulfilment, isn't it, of the Great Commission. 
It's what we're talking about here. Jesus is coming back to get his bride, and then this earth will be destroyed. The destruction will be with fire. And Peter says that the elements will melt. This will leave the earth exposed and laid bare, which could mean that everything will be exposed for what it really is. Are you ready for this day? Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for this day? Do you have the confidence in Christ that he will keep you safe? I surely hope so. Have no doubt, Jesus is coming back again. Like a thief in the night. Yes, a thief comes without warning. And we don't know. We don't know when. And when the Lord comes, it will both be surprising and catastrophic. Surprising and catastrophic. People will want to hide and run away. It will be so terrifying. The believer's destiny is sealed in Christ. Believers have a future with Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. The believer will have nothing to fear on this day. This day will be the commencement of eternity. This day will be the commencement of of eternity. I don't know how you feel about that, but it's an interesting thing to think about. This is when we will see a new heaven and a new earth. This is when the world, as we know it, will come to an end. This is when we will see the day of judgment. This is when believers will go to the home of righteousness. It is time now to get your house in order, to take off the old and put on the new. It's time, folks, to get serious with God. Yes, it is. It's time to get serious with God. You know, in verse 11, I like how Peter motivates the believer with a call to live holy and godly lives. To live a holy life means two things. One, to be separated. Yes, and two, to be sanctified. Peter is calling for believers to be separated from the world. That's what he's asking believers to do. And we need to live in the world, but not be part of it. We need to separate ourselves from all of the rubbish that the world throws at us and set ourselves, folks, on the godly path. Peter, Peter's call to sanctification shows that we need to be continually cleansed on the inside. I don't know how often you have a shower. Some people shower twice a day. Some people shower once a day. Some people shower less. And But there is something that we need to do is not just to be clean on the outside, wash your clothes every now and again, but we also need to be clean on the inside, in here, in the heart, okay, in the spirit, in the mind. That's 
where we need to be clean. This means putting away the fears and the worries that sometimes we hang on to. It means putting on a new way of life. We have been born again, folks. And this is where Peter was this is what Peter was talking about when he said to live godly lives. Being born again means that we've been separated from the world, you know, like an egg, the white from the yolk. We've been taken out of the world, if you like, and we're separated. We're different. We're born again. People in the world are not born again. We recognize sinful acts. People in the world don't recognize sinful acts, not as such. They recognize unlawful acts, but not so much sinful acts. And so... We have a new life, a new dimension. We have a new understanding of Christ in our lives. And sanctification is about fine-tuning our life. When we become born again, lots of things fall away, and that's good. But as we go along, there's a fine-tuning. I remember in TVs when I was a child in the television, you select a channel, and then you had to sometimes fine-tune just to... Get the wavelength. Are you on Jesus' wavelength? <laughs> There's a good one, isn't it? Are you on the same wavelength as Jesus? If you're not, just fine-tune a bit, folks. How do I fine-tune? I don't know. Read the four Gospels in four days and have a look at Jesus' life and then do the same. There's a good fine-tune for you. <laughs> I've said that before and it's a great phrase. I love it. And it's what we should do. Read the four Gospels in four days. And look at the life of Jesus in particular. See how he related to different people, the Pharisees, the disciples, the people he preached to, you know, his father. He related to them all differently. Emulate Jesus' life. Find out how he lived. Read the four Gospels and get an idea of Jesus' life from four different perspectives. And then put it in your own life. Wow. How awesome is that? Go. Do it. Start tomorrow. Seriously, though. Seriously, folks. If we want to fine-tune our lives, sanctify our lives, get rid of all the rubbish and that. Yeah? You having problems with temptation? Okay. Read the Gospels. There's a bit in there. Tells you what Jesus did to deal with temptation. Do the same. Read the scripture, flee, go on, bye. You know, like, it's a matter of doing it, folks. We read it, but we don't always do it. Just do it. Just do it when the temptation comes. Flick the Bible out. If you're a long-time Christian, you might not even know need to flick the Bible out. You already got the scriptures in your heart and in your mind. Quote them to the devil. Don't muck around with this bloke, eh? His life is already destined, mapped out for him. There's only one gate the devil's going through. That's the gate of hell. And there's only one gate that believers are going through. And that's the gate of pearl. One's up and the other's not up. It's down. Get with a program. Get with a biblical program, right? 
get with Jesus. Let me summarize. Let me wrap it up. We need to be sanctified. We're separated and, and we need to be sanctified. We're pulled out of this world. And Peter is calling for believers to be separated from the world. It's very important. And we need to live in the world, but not part of it. And we need to separate ourselves from all the rubbish that the world throws at us and set our paths on the path to God. Peter calls, Peter's call to sanctification shows that we need to be continually cleansed on the inside. And the reason for this is because we live in the sinful environment, we need to be continually cleansed. Okay? That's what it means because sin tries to creep back in. It tries to creep back in to the life of the saint. And sometimes we do make mistakes. Sometimes we fall and slip and slide. But folks, hang on to Jesus. Hang on to Jesus. Give repentance your best call and say, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm going in the other direction now. I've repented. Please forgive me. Help me move on. I'm struggling with this area. It keeps coming back to haunt me and I'm sick of it and I'm tired of it and I want to get rid of it. Jesus, empower me. Come on, Lord, help me get rid of this thing. Whatever it is, this temptation is weighing me down. It's stopping me from having communion and listening to a good message at church. Lord, take it from me right now in the name of Jesus. We need to put away the fears and the worries that sometimes we hang on to. And it means putting on a new, a brand new way of life. We have been born again. This is what Peter's talking about when he said, live godly lives. The world, the word live, folks, is present tense. Live now. Not lived, but live now. It's present tense. And we should be living this way now in light of the word, the Lord's return. And all of this means that we will be ready. We will be ready when the day comes. You don't see too many brides coming to the wedding, walking down the aisle, just like dressed in their pyjamas, do you? Oh no, they get ready. And the readiness for a bride is so involved that she needs helpers. Someone to do the hair. Someone to help with the clothing. And a maid of honour to help on the day at the church. Someone to organise the shoes and put them on her feet. Someone to do the makeup. You know, the bride needs lots of helpers to get ready for her day. And folks, we're getting married to Jesus one day. That means we're also the bride. And don't try to get ready on yourself. Get involved with a good church. Hey, and let people at the church, people who have been equipped with different gifts of what you have, gifts to help you get ready to be the bride and to help you Break off some of those things that Jesus might like, might not like you hanging on to. There are people around in churches with giftings. They've got different, as I said, different giftings to you. Giftings that can help you and that can encourage you and can build you up. Help you in your understanding of the word. 
prophetic giftings set you on the path. Ask the Lord for a vision or a dream. God will do that. He does that sort of stuff. And help you to get ready to be the bride that Jesus is not just looking for, but the bride that is inviting you to the marriage feast, the marriage of the Lamb. Imagine, folks. Imagine getting married to Jesus, the bridegroom. We become the bride. I can't imagine a spiritual honeymoon. But be sure Jesus has got something incredible for us when that day arrives. New Jerusalem comes down. What is it? A place of worship. It's approximately 2,000 kilometres cubed. Or maybe it's a pyramid. I don't know. It's approximately 2,000 metres wide, deep and long. It's a big city. We're going there. I don't know what it's all about. I presume it's about worship. I don't know. I haven't been there and come back. But be sure, whatever God's got for us, it's going to be good. Get with the program. Become the bride. Break off all the rubbish of the world. There's more to look forward to than what the world has to offer. Be bold. Step out. Think consciously about changing aspects of your lifestyle so that a holy and godly life can be yours. Think about the smile that will put on Jesus' face when you enter into the home of righteousness. You go, oh, oh, oh. welcome, Stu. Mate, I've been watching your ministry. Come in. Welcome, Dave. Welcome, Chaz. Welcome, whoever. I've been watching you. I've been answering your prayers and building you up in the faith. Come in. You've done good. Come in. Well done, good and faithful servant. Folks, get ready. Get ready. We want to put a smile on God's face, yeah? Do you live your life like you want to go to the home of righteousness? Jesus is coming back, folks, like a thief in the night. And the believer will have nothing to say on this day. Peter motivates the believer with a call to live holy and godly lives. And that's the call, folks. It's a preparation to live a lifestyle that there's going to be no sinfulness in heaven. So let's get used to it now. Let's get used to that lifestyle of having no sinfulness in our life. Let's understand what Jesus has for us. Jesus loves me, folks. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. You know the song, don't you? Let's show Jesus today that not only does he love us, but that we love him. Father, we thank you today for this message. We pray and ask, Lord, that your touch will be upon us Lord, that you'll help us, help to purge us, Lord, of the sinful acts that are in our nature and help us respond to Jesus. Help us to get fine-tuned and to get hooked on to Jesus, Lord. 
Help us to be the bride, to be prepared to be the bride of Christ on that great and terrible and wonderful day, Lord, when we go to be with Jesus for the marriage, lamb, supper, and eternal life with Jesus forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, amen, folks. Thanks for tuning in. It's great. And as I said, this is Pastor Stuart from Waddle City Church in Maryborough, Victoria, signing off for this session. Hope you've enjoyed. Give us a couple of likes or um, a nice message and uh, it'll be responded to. Alrighty, good on you. Just got to press this button and we're off. See ya. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast sermon. You can find more great messages like this on the Anchor podcast app and also on the Wattle City Church Facebook page. Thanks so much for listening and God bless you.